Oh my god, hi, hello, welcome back to Crazy AF Podcast, uh, the podcast where two millennial women have an honest conversation about their mental health. Um, my name is Frankie, and I have OCD and anxiety and the occasional depression. And my name is Fran, and I have PTSD, anxiety, and depression. Hello. I really forgot how to start this fucking podcast. I think we start with how are you really, which is so funny right now. But how are you really, Frankie? Um, I'm doing okay. So we took a week off from the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that I would really describe just kind of like, I really have to take it day by day and almost like a couple hours mm. at a time. Yeah. Because <laughs> I find that like, you know, my mood can change a lot depending just like throughout the day you know there's different levels of hopefulness and hopelessness that you can cycle through right now you know I go through things where I really miss my family and I really miss my friends and I really miss you know there's there's a lot of stuff like that but I try and kind of like distract myself as best I can also I don't know about you but well I've developed almost no good habits during (laughs) quarantine But perhaps some of my worst include the fact that I've seen, like, I'm going to go with four or five seasons of 90 Day Fiance as it stands right now. Damn. (laughs) Um, I don't know why, but that is the thing that that is the hill I've decided to die on. I watch a lot of 90 Day Fiance. The other thing that I do that's not great is that I watch clips of the Dr. Phil show on YouTube. Oh, no, Frankie. (laughs) It's so bad. It's so bad. But tell me, okay, whoever does, whoever titles his clips on YouTube, like, is is a genius and should, and deserves a raise. Like, tell me that you would see a video called Teen Believes She's Pregnant with Jesus. (laughs) And you wouldn't click on that. Like, why would you not click on that? How could you not? I want to click on it. I want to know this story. Tell me the story. You're right. I just, and then I just fall down Dr. Phil rabbit holes. And there was a whole playlist that I found the other day that is just people that have been on the Dr. Phil show who have faked having cancer. Oh my God. I know. People need to cut it out. But also, I just, like, I, for some reason, I really, like, I just, I started watching that, and I can't stop. So, like I said, I've developed no good habits. <laughs> How are you? Um, How are you doing? Well, on, on the flip side, I have vlogged probably, it, it was 90 the other day, uh, but it's probably 100 hours on Animal Crossing at this point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> And I'm just fully diving in to building a new reality for myself because <laughs> this world has betrayed me. This world has been and it sucks. And our new reality is in my new reality is having better hair and a better fucking wardrobe in Animal Crossing than in my real goddamn life. And it's fine. It's fine. How am I really? I don't know. I'm fucking sad. Because I'm very worried about everything. I'm sure you feel the same that, like, trying to work right now is, uh, 
hard. It's hard. Yeah. No matter what really you're hard. doing, it's really hard. Uh, but I will say it's a lot less hard for me than it is for people who are essential workers and have to be out in the world because holy shit, I'm so sorry for you. Thank you for what you're doing. But if we're going to complain about my current reality, it's just difficult. It's I'm. It, there's a lot to do when you're doing social media for a library, surprisingly, because I'm sort of like mm-hmm. running a virtual... Well, yeah, now, now libraries... Like, I follow the LA Public Library on social media, and they've been more active than ever, you know? Because all of a sudden, everyone wants a library card, and everyone wants access to all of the stuff that they never bothered with all before. of the ebooks and the e-audiobooks like i'm posting three times a day but i'm also like trying to coordinate like literal programming online and everything has to go through me yeah. and i am you know everyone's joking about losing so many hours to zoom calls but like really like i can it's so difficult to figure out that balance and it's just overwhelming and mm-hmm. so that's Difficult. Also trying to like do as my therapist says and not live in the future when you're planning a wedding is like pretty tough because right. I would really like for that to happen. But um, this is so uncertain that there's no planning for that. Very um, true. And so that's just kind Very of true. difficult and upsetting. I'm, that's, that's where we are at right now. I think that's perfectly acceptable. Had a few meltdowns this week. I am also just like, my sleeping schedule is fucked. Yeah. It's just, it's the worst. It's, it's the worst. I mean, I have, I have kept that normal, but if I didn't keep that normal, I would be gone from this planet. Like, I would have untethered yeah. from reality. And I need to stay tethered? I feel completely <laughs> untethered from reality, frankly. I on, I have no idea... Like, I, I have no idea how many days have gone by, what time it is, you know, when I should be doing... Yeah. It just, I, have no, I have no concept of when the last time I contacted certain people was. Yeah. Um, That's true. It just... I have no concept of that at all. I think it's... The other thing that I'm a little bit afraid of is getting back to normal, in a way, because I'm afraid that we're going to do it too soon and then we're going to have to like do this all over again. So I'm really afraid of getting back to normal. I saw some headline the other day that sent me spiraling about upstate New York getting back to like reopening a little bit sooner. And I was like, fucking please. Can we not? Like, I just like, I can't. Yeah. We have had to adapt so quickly. All of us that, Going back to adapting to, like, the old way that is going to be so greatly impacted by all of the new regulations that are going to be put in place is just going to be, like, too much adapting. (laughs) Like, I need to just, like, we need to just let it ride for a little bit longer, I think. Right. Well, then you've got Georgia. They opened up. Yeah. The end of last week. It's... Uh... Mm, yeah, mm. <laughs> I wouldn't be going I don't anywhere. know. I don't know about that. It's like all I I feel like I don't know. I feel, I feel like now also it really has made me think about like what my priorities yeah. are and what I can and cannot, you know, live without. Whereas I'm right now I like miss I miss my people the most, you know yeah. what I mean? 
Like, if I could just see that, like, I can go without going to restaurants and movie theaters and parks and all of that stuff if I can just, like, go to my friend's house. If I could just, you know, see my family. Yeah. If I could just do stuff like that. Like, that's what I would care much more about versus, you know, obviously I want to go to my favorite cafe again, but I can live without that. Right. Me too. Like, as far as far as priorities go, I went to my favorite bakery, like, coffee shop place before, like, I think the stay-at-home order had just been issued, and I went and I bought a gift card, because that was something that a lot of people were saying online. They were like, if you can, like, buy a gift card from your favorite, like, local places. So I went and I bought a gift card, because I want them to say I know, yeah. <laughs> and I miss them. I think it's... <sighs> It's just like all of the all of the uncertainty. Like for example, I disassociated the other night. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Uh haven't talked to my therapist mm-hmm. yet this week. That's happening Wednesday. I just had this moment where I did and this has happened to me before, I believe, but I had this moment where I just didn't know what the fuck was what. And I was like, I don't know what I think. I don't trust my brain. I don't trust anything. And I can't say for sure if I think this thing or that thing. And it was just a, a moment of like pure numbness and blankness. And I think some of that is like decision fatigue from my job. Some of that is just everything is changing by the freaking millisecond, it seems. And... I think there's a little bit of PTSD in there for me. Um, And I did some digging and realized that um, when I talk about having PTSD symptoms, a lot of times it's not like I spend all day freaking out about getting in a car accident again. It's that I'm terrified of what happened after my accident happening again, which was basically a decimation of my life and a complete need to rebuild it entirely. Um, And that's just like sort of what right now feels like, (laughs) which is extremely triggering. And I'm just like, uh, I don't even know what's happening in my life right now. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's, well, yeah, I mean, now feels like that, right? It feels like your entire life is broken down and you have to rebuild it from scratch. I was going to say, have you seen... Uh, the show Girls. Yeah, I've seen Girls. Which, of course, I of have course. seen, because it has my love, my life, Adam Driver. Um, there's a part in that show where Adam's sister, like, comes to town or whatever, and they go to this, some kind of, like, club or party, and she's dancing with someone, and she says, she's, like, telling a story, and she goes, I disassociate, she's, like, dancing, and she goes, I disassociated. It's a symptom of trauma. <laughs> and I think about it all the time. <laughs> Because she's, like, full... She's just (laughs) dancing and says, I disassociated. It's a symptom of trauma. And I was like, oh, my... That's a bit of a mood. You're just kind of... It's a big mood. I wish I had it as a gif. There's probably a gif of that somewhere, (laughs) but every time I think... I just think about that moment a lot. So, yeah. So, today, I know we kind of talked about weeks ago about having this episode kind of be about the the uh, productivity push uh, online. Yeah. The idea that um, you should be taking advantage of this time. Yeah. Uh, and being as productive as possible and getting all your new projects done and blah, blah, blah. So we're going to kind of talk about 
that idea for a bit. And the anger that we feel in response. <laughs> the anger that we feel in response to that. Um, do you want to start us off, Rand? Because you had some great God. facial expressions that could um, be communicated on the podcast. I mean, my my good friend who I work with, Kara, she said it best when she said... Shout out to Kara. This is not about you. <laughs> very true like it's just not it's not about you or your productivity it's about like a literal like scary pandemic that is happening just floating in the air yeah and um it's not about you having this be your january all over again where you set new resolutions (laughs) like it's just and you can absolutely i understand the positive sentiment behind it of being just like, hey, make the best of it. That's lovely. That's nice. But I do not want to be made to feel bad <laughs> about myself if I can do nothing but play Animal Crossing and eat whatever is put in front of me. I mean, absolutely. Well, I think that that's like, I think that that's the idea of the entire. Um, a lot of the instructions or guidance behind the pandemic, right? Like, it's not about you. And people have a really hard time, I mean, myself included, understanding that it's not about you. And it's like, you, you know, you have to do things for other people right now. Yeah. And that thing is, stay the fuck inside and keep your respiratory droplets to yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it's so difficult, though, when obviously our whole world, it already was online, but now it is even furthermore shifted online. And so that marketing yeah. that is happening is bananas. It's off the wall. It is just in our faces. Yeah. So much marketing about... The stay-at-home yeah. dress Capitalism that you is need, really coming at us. and the plant that you need, and yeah. all of the shit that you need, and then at the same time, we had the conversation today because I was like, I need to get the fuck off of Instagram because it's bad, and then Eli was mm-hmm. like, Listen, you're not bad for going on Instagram, so it's just like all this whole big cycle of like, we're ingesting this garbage, telling us. Okay, what we need more of. We need more stuff because you're obviously not enough. And then there's like the other side of the table that's saying, well, if you, if you're like, if you're buying all this crap or you're doing all this crap, like you're, or you're ingesting all this crap on Instagram or on the internet, you're also bad. So no matter what we do right now, we are bad. And it's just all gross. And I don't think. It's helpful. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Yeah, I definitely think that, um, yeah, capitalism is really coming at us right now. And I find, like, the... Because, I look, I have done my fair share of online shopping during this pandemic. Like, I went... Like, Madewell had a 50% off sale It's week. coming tomorrow. <laughs> Almost ruined me. Yeah. <laughs> Almost ruined me. Yeah, I don't know. I feel... I, it's like, I feel like the ethics behind purchasing things are really confusing for me right now so much because on one hand like i don't want people to to have to be working right now you know like i don't want folks who you know package the clothing that i buy or you know people who are delivering Mm -hmm. like i don't want those people to have to be working 
But at the same time, like, there are institutions that we want to still exist when all of this right. is over. Not that Madewell is the chief and one of those, but... Um, yeah, it's like, it's com- I don't know, I find that really complicated. And it puts, again, it puts all of the the weight of that onto you. Like, onto you, a single person right. in the world who's just trying to fucking survive this. And, like, you make or break... It makes it just makes you feel like you're making or breaking the world at all times, and like you are, yeah. you are yeah. impacting other people's lives. Which it it's not a bad thing to think about, right? Our impact on the world. Absolutely, it's not a bad thing to think about. Fact that there is so much less pollution right now because we're all staying the fuck at home. Okay, we had a broken system before, mm-hmm. and now we've been forced to sit at home and literally stare at it all day. And I think we should be considering what parts of the world that were broken before we want to continue to put glue on, even though it's fucking shattered and we should just throw it out. We should be considering those things. But I think it's maybe a little bit too much for us to have to consider everything. Uh, Yeah, for the the individual. Right. The average person who does not own a major business doesn't have billions of dollars laying around that could impact the world positively. Yeah, we're looking at you, Daddy Bezos. Yeah. Previously, we discussed also having the secondary part of this episode be about negative self-talk and self-care in a pandemic, question mark? Yeah. Shit. That's true. I just totally... How do you feel about that? Didn't remember that I told you that. How do I feel about self-care during a pandemic? Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm not great at it. Mm. I'll tell you that right now. The other habit I've developed, I've discovered, is that the only thing that I want to eat at any hour of the day is bagels. Yes. I only want to eat bagels with cream cheese. That's it. I'll eat it for any meal. Just leave me alone. I only want bagels. So I... Okay shit um i have started using a couple of apps that i that i enjoy one of which is called dailyo which is basically like a uh think of it as kind of like a little um like a little journal i guess but instead of kind of writing things you can write things but it's really kind of like a a, a place where you can kind of check off like how are you feeling and then what kind of things did you do today you know like did you did you relax did you exercise did you watch tv did you like what kind of food did you eat just so you can like recognize patterns and in, in how you feel and and the kind of things you're doing during the day yeah so i really enjoy that that's cool app as a thing also started using an app called habit in response to our kind of like productivity bullshit push that is happening yeah i use habit to kind of start things that are just good for me yeah (laughs) like meditating because i i don't want to do it but i always feel better after i did it and it only takes like 10 minutes so i've been trying to do things like that even if i really don't want to i think that's the thing too is that i often have to talk to myself as if as if i were explaining to a child why they can't, you know, stay up until midnight and eat ice cream. Like, I have to explain to myself that I need to do things that are good for me, even though I don't want to do them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, like, it's just really hard and not fun. And I, so I think going off of that, 
because I was thinking about the whole negative self-talk thing when you suggested it, mm-hmm. when we suggest that we do something better to ourselves, we don't necessarily have to say, hey, you garbage person, close yeah. Instagram, you suck. You could say, mm-hmm. hey, Fran, is this making you feel better right now? If not, mm-hmm. why are we doing it? Why aren't we reading? Why aren't we playing Animal Crossing, yeah. which we know makes us feel better? Like, what are what are we doing? Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I will say that. So one thing that my job has been doing is that every day we kind of like rotate through the staff and a new person um, sends a mindfulness activity mm-hmm. um, for everyone to do at the end of the day that kind of like focuses us in and kind of like helps us. It's just like, it's just really cool. And the one that I did, it was my turn on Friday, and I did one that was on positive affirmations and kind of just like picking something and particularly saying it to yourself as you're falling asleep. I find that if I try to do positive affirmations as I'm falling asleep, I my mood increases a lot. Yeah. But also, like going off of what you said, I did a mindfulness activity where... I was kind of asking everyone when they were doing, when they started doing something like scrolling Instagram, asking the question, like, does, am I doing something that is expressing kindness to myself right now? Oh, wow. And then, and then thinking about, you know, like, cause you don't always know if the activity is going to make you feel better, yeah. but you can, you can identify what the intention is behind it. You can go, like, I want to do something that is going to express kindness to myself. Yeah. Um, because I can definitely get caught in Instagram rabbit holes for sure. And I have to kind of stop and be like, okay, this isn't, I'm not being kind to myself right now. So I'm going to, like, switch gears and and maybe do something else for 15 minutes. Maybe I'll um, pick up my book and read my book for 15 minutes. Or I'll go make a bagel because Lord knows I need another bagel. Like just, I'll just like yes. be. I just like sh- I try shifting it in terms of, like how can I express kindness to myself right now, and I think that 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 has helped me, um, when I think about the activities of the day and not about like, hey, you know, like you should, you know, you should vacuum your floors or whatever. Even though yesterday I cleaned like the living hell out of my kitchen, and that felt. <laughs> good yeah Um, but some days I don't want to fucking do that no I I think that maybe I've been going despite my better judgment full force towards the whole like wellness spiritual self-betterment stuff which isn't always bullshit Mm -hmm. but for example today and I don't think this is that terrible but today when I noticed myself and my patterns on Instagram and Pinterest, I was like, what are you searching for? And I like had a journal entry about it. I was like, what are yeah. you searching for when you open these? Like, what are you looking for outside of yourself that mm-hmm. you like, why? And I think the problem, at least for me with that was that I was kind of telling myself that I was bad while asking that question so need to remove that part but I don't think the self-inquisition is in itself a terrible thing that's cool but just you got to make sure that you're on the other side of it 
asking yourself, how can I express kindness to myself in the aftermath of what I just learned with that inquisition? Yeah. And it's like fascinating how deeply ingrained a lot of the negative self-talk is. Because I find myself talking to my friends and being like, saying the kind of things that I wish I was saying to myself, which is like, you're doing well no matter what you're doing right now. And like, this is not a normal situation. So if you need to spend six hours watching 90 Day Fiance, that's what you need to do right now. Like, do what your body wants you to do. But I almost never give myself that, like, that luxury. I'm never thinking to myself, like, I'm never as kind to myself as I am to, to my friends and family. Absolutely. And I, that just leads me to wonder a little bit if we, nobody knows why this is happening. There's no, like, reason for this to happen, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But I then wonder, are we all sitting inside so that we can, like, yes, be kind to the world and because we have to, but also is a byproduct of that that we all become our own best friends and, like, learn how to be nice to ourselves in the way that we should like hopefully mm-hmm. are being nice to others. I thought okay, so I'm reading Untamed by uh Glennon Doyle right now and it's okay. her follow-up to Love Warrior and it's really freaking great and everyone should read it. But she asked the question, well she said, when you're given the choice between disappointing yourself and disappointing others, you should always choose to disappoint others because yeah. Don't just live a life where you constantly disappoint yourself and so I had this breakthrough as a result of that where I was like I am done abandoning myself I don't want to do that anymore I don't want to like be given choices right and one of them is choosing someone else and choosing to abandon myself or mm-hmm. choosing to like do a hard thing and figure out how to be kind to other people while also being kind to myself. I just, I don't want to, I don't want to choose to abandon myself anymore. I like, I don't want to yeah. do that. Yeah. No, I think that that's a really good phrasing too. Um, Cause we like, we as a culture value self-sacrifice so much, right? Yeah. We believe that you should sacrifice yourself for other people, whether it's in small things or large things. When it's like, in reality, that's not sustainable. Um, I So I'm reading a book for work uh, called Trauma Stewardship, which is basically about um, how to deal with secondary trauma if you are in a profession where you're like a therapist or a nurse or, uh, or a first responder of any kind. Anyone who deals with um, helping people who experience trauma how to kind of like protect yourself and take care of yourself from taking on that trauma from other people. Yeah. Uh, because I now work in a job where I, you know, experience trauma from other people. And yeah, and th- that book talks so much about how we really value this idea of like annihilating the self, right? That like, mm. you know, I don't, I don't exist. Like I don't have needs. I just need to help others. When in reality, that is not true at all, no matter how much you wish it were true. Um, And it's also not sustainable. You can't do your job longer if you completely ignore yourself that you have at all. Yeah, you can't help others if you don't help yourself first, really. Yeah, yeah. 
Do you have any other questions or ideas, Fran, that you need to express? Yeah, I'm going to see if I have anything else written down. I think I just wrote, self-kindness for me looks a little bit like disappointment. So, like self-discipline, but I think it's important mm-hmm. that we reassess how we're speaking to ourselves. I'm putting my phone down to give myself the gift of reading rather than Ooh, I love fuck that. you. Put your phone down. Um, oh, I love that. I really want to think like that. Uh, too. I only think like that when I'm like, I need to write notes for the podcast. <laughs> I'm like journaling for the podcast and then I'm like, okay, here's a breakthrough. This is good. Here's a breakthrough. Returns to Animal Crossing. Yeah. As you fucking should. (laughs) Would you like do a tour? Would you ever do a tour of your island on your YouTube channel? Um, is that something people want? (laughs) Because I I would. I desperately want it. I desperately want it. Well then, coming at you very soon. I think I was going to say that it's very difficult to... It's not not a time for self-betterment, but it's not explicitly like a time for self-betterment right now. Absolutely. No one planned for this. No. This is a goddamn crisis, like an actual crisis. And Mm -hmm. it's okay if you are just, just trying to deal with the crisis and you're not even like looking at yourself it's okay if you're not investigating yourself right now okay contrary to instagram's popular belief like you don't fucking have to be doing yoga right now if if it is a kindness and maybe it ends up making you feel better cool do it if you want also don't but also don't (laughs) yeah it's like i've been reading a lot in in my quarantine time Definitely yeah. reading a ton. And I have liked that a lot. I also just like recently did a thing on my Instagram where I gave away a bunch of books that I was looking to give to like Goodwill or the public library or something, and almost every single one was claimed. Ugh. It made me so happy. So that was now so I have beautiful. Send those books out. And that just like that gave me joy to give some of my shit away. <laughs> Yeah, no, we did a similar thing when we went to get bagels on uh, Saturday. Our friend, they they just had a baby. And I just thought, okay, I'm going to get bagels. I want bagels right now. If I were a postpartum woman, I would for sure want bagels. Oh, hell So, yeah. like, I just, we brought some bagels. And it was, it was very nice. Um, it made me feel nice to give mm-hmm. them bagels. And I think it made them feel nice, too. So that's fucking great uh so whatever you can do if if you have anything in you to give to other people i think we can say from experience it's made us feel pretty good to try to just help our fellow peeps our fellow folks out yeah i would agree i would agree that doing stuff for other people does is also doing stuff for yourself Uh, depends on the activity of course don't annihilate yourself yeah, in order let's to do be this. cautious. <laughs> anyway, should we talk about what we're looking forward to, Fran? Yeah, oh, fuck me. I had, like, a really good one that I thought of, like, in that state between um, sleep and awake when it's, like, Ooh, all my six, best thoughts happen then. When it's, like, 6.30 and you're like, I'll remember. <laughs> you're not going to remember. And you don't. Yeah, no, there's no way. <laughs> you go first then. Um, I'm looking forward to watching more 90 Day Fiance, um, yeah. eating more bagels, 
Um, I'm looking forward to, we're having a heat wave in Los Angeles right now, so I'm looking forward to that ending. Some of the books that I am giving away are to people in Los Angeles, so I might get to like go on a little field trip and drop them off on my friend's porch, which will be pretty Yay. cool. Which is nice. I'm looking forward to sending my books out this week. I am looking forward to, yeah, you know, um, more yeah. bagels. More bagels. More snacks. Bagels are my love language. I think that's like um, actually what I've sure. determined in this quarantine. <laughs> um, what are you looking forward to? So obviously I'm looking forward to every single time that I play Animal Crossing. Um, As you should. But listening to audiobooks while I play Animal Crossing makes Ooh. me feel like, who? She's just who educating she? herself. I don't know. <laughs> um, She's a scholar. She's a scholar and a resident representative of her island just working to make Heron Isle a better place, okay? Um, it's called Heron Isle. Yeah, it is. God damn it. I, re- I need you to do a tour of your <laughs> Animal Crossing island really badly. Okay. Um, quite honestly, I'm really looking forward to my impulse purchase of a Bon Appetit shirt arriving, but that's Ooh. not going to be for a while because it's not shipping till May 1st but it's lavender it's cute as fuck and it's already sold out so I feel really good about having gotten one um, damn look at you and I don't know I'm usually just looking forward to dinner <laughs> and watching Breaking yeah. Bad what is Eli making for dinner tonight? tonight it's um, roasted vegetables and quinoa and goat cheese oh so my god that's happening i don't have an eli to make meals for me in my house <laughs> i'm sorry um i wish i, I had a live-in chef. chef okay we should end this podcast oh my god we're ending this podcast right now thank you for listening um thank you for listening we have an instagram and a twitter and uh um and a patreon we have a patreon and we have a honestly we can get little art and stuff from us one of the great accomplishments of this quarantine is that I have continued to yeah. put things on Patreon. So yeah. please do me the solid of You're a hero. checking it out. Yeah, just check it out, please. Please. Yeah, so you can find us on the internet. And um, in the meantime, I hope that you're, uh, you're doing as well as you can. And yeah. uh, eat a bagel. Eat a bagel. We love you. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Bye. Bye.